0: We're going to turn our Bibles to Psalm, the book of Psalm, Psalm twenty-three, Psalm twenty-three, Jesus, Psalm twenty-three, and we are going to read it together. We can do King James, again, King James, which we can bring it up on the projector. We can say together first Psalm twenty-three. Before that, shall we close our eyes and pray this prayer after me? Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word. And not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit. To the praise and glory of God the Father. And the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to read Psalm 23 verse 1 on the Lord is my shepherd shall we all read it together the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want verse 2 he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters he restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise be to God. We see in Psalm 23, most of us know this Psalm. In Psalm 23, when you see... The beginning of the psalm begins with the Lord. And the end of the psalm ends with the Lord. The Lord, His connection with us. God and us. God and you. God's connection with you. Your connection with God. The Lord is my Shepherd, Who is God, the Lord, to you? Is He your shepherd? Now, God as a shepherd, He provides, He leads, He feeds, He protects. When you look at these six verses, the psalm has only six verses. When you look at these six verses, you see... All the things that God does for you and for me. When you read the Psalm, there's one of the few Psalms that is so personal. When you read it, you know, all the things that God will do for you. The Lord is my shepherd. He is my shepherd. He is your shepherd. The relationship between the shepherd and the sheep is... The sheep goes where the shepherd is. You know the nursery, right? Mary had a little... Uh, wherever Mary went, the lamb the was sure to go. That's how the sheep and the shepherd... The relationship is... Wherever the shepherd goes... The sheep, they follow. When the shepherd stops... They all stop. The place where the shepherd says, This is where we're all going to eat, they all stop and they all eat. And he takes them to the waters where the sheep must drink. They all go there and they all drink. The responsibility of the shepherd. The shepherd is responsible for the sheep's well being. The shepherd is responsible for the sheep's well-being when you look at the sheep when it comes to god and us we are much more than the sheep that are out there because we have a soul the sheep doesn't have a soul the sheep that says there that doesn't have a soul but we as god's people we have souls so the sheep that is out there animal sheep they don't have a soul but we are created in the image of God when God thank you, when God cares for us He cares for us in a very special way we being created in the image of God Almighty we have soul, we have bodies and we have spirits when you look at this psalm it talks about the shepherd who cares for everything He cares for our soul, and He cares for our bodies. So when you look at God being our shepherd, the first sentence says this so beautifully. When the Lord is my shepherd, I will not lack any good thing. I will not lack any good thing. I want to stop here and talk a few minutes on faith. What is faith? Faith is believing in the truth. Based on the truth, no matter what we see and what we don't see, we believe in the truth that God has spoken. That's what faith is. Faith is not blindly believing in something that we don't see. No, faith is our belief based on what God has said and who God is. That means by knowing who He is, we believe Him. By experiencing the goodness of God, we go further with him. We saw in worship. How Jesus came to Peter. Peter was so tired. So tired. All night he tried fishing. And he couldn't get anything. After toiling all night. And he was so tired and exhausted. And he just wanted to go home. And Jesus comes and he says. Peter give me a boat." And Peter said. Okay. Let me give a boat Because. He saw Jesus, something about him that made him give his hope. Jesus sat and he started teaching his people. And the words of the Lord Jesus Christ were so captivating and he saw Jesus heal many people. Even though he was tired, he was there. Because he saw something that he never saw before. In your life, you might have experienced something that you've never experienced before. That's good. Witnessing God doing something in the lives of other people is good. The kind of experience that we might have had before is good. Peter had that. Peter saw Jesus do things from where? From his boat. You might have had this experience where God has blessed other people through you. Your boat. Jesus used, and you're there, you're happy. But then you face the reality, the real situation, which is, you have to go home with empty net, with empty boat, nothing in your hands. God will never leave you without doing something substantially. This poor is. he comes and he says, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. So Jesus, when he came to Peter, after speaking, he didn't say, Well, God bless you. Peter, go home. No. He wanted to bless Peter. When God wants to bless you, he will ask you to do something. That's the test of faith. When God wants you to be blessed by Him, He will ask you to do something. When you take that step of faith, you will see the miracle working hand of the Almighty God. Many times when the Lord would ask you to do something, it would be something that will appear to be very difficult to do. Humanly speaking, Satan may try to make it look really huge and you know what, this is impossible and I'm so tired and so exhausted and, and this is this is very difficult, I have to go home and you know, my wife and my kids and, and all these people are waiting and I can't leave this and I can't be here for this long and, and now, okay, I gave my boat and now Jesus is asking too much from me and you know, no, 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 no Jesus is not asking anything from us He wants to bless us If He's telling us to do something it is not for Him, it is for you It is for me. God wants to bless you. Write this down if you're taking notes. It's a promise that God is giving to us for the month of June. God wants to bless us. God wants to bless you. God wants to take you from a place of lack to a place of no lack. To a place of emptiness. From a place of emptiness to a place of fullness. God wants to move you from where you are to where God wants you to be. There's a prophecy God is giving to us at this hour. Peter had a lack. He was tired from that lack. He was tired from trying to satisfy that lack. He couldn't fill it. Jesus saw his need. And Jesus said, Me about Peter because Jesus knew what he was going to do in Peter's life. See, a lot of times we don't know what God is about to do. We think small all the time. That's our problem. Many times, because we think small, we miss the blessing of God. We look at God as if he is in need of us. Instead of saying, We are in need of you, Lord, we say, Lord, you are in need of me. Is that true? No. We are in need of him. God is not in need of us. We are in need of him. He is so generous. He wants to bless us because he wants to bless us. He'll come and say, "Give me a boat." You know why? He asked Peter to give Peter's boat. He could have taken anybody's boat, and Peter could have just gone home. God could have just sent Peter home. He could have. Peter could have gone home, and uh, he could have just sat with a long face, and his wife could have came to Peter and said, "Peter, what happened? Where's the fish? No fish." The children came and said, Daddy, where's the fish? No fish today. Leave me alone. I'm tired. What else could have happened? Maybe they could have had a big fight in the house. Peter's wife could have said, Oh no, I knew that. You You didn't bring any fish in the house. You did it last week and you did it again. You could have had a whole cycle. And the children could have said, When are you going to stop it right now? We have a headache. Jesus was so good. You know what Jesus did? I'm going to get Peter's boat because I want to build Peter's faith. God Almighty, God in flesh, the Lord Jesus, asked Peter to give something. Not because Jesus needed a podium there, no. Because Jesus wanted to build Peter's faith. He said, watch me, Peter. Peter got the opportunity to sit down and observe Jesus while Jesus taught. You know, every word comes out of Jesus' is life. He's the living word of God. If God's word says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then you have God himself standing there directly and speaking. Imagine what those words would have done. Healed and delivered. It was imparting faith to Peter. Peter sitting and observing watching something is happening inside of Peter. When God calls you for something, when God is asking you to do something, it is for God to do something inside of you to bless you, not the other way around. We have to leave the small-mindedness away. And we have to look to God and say, anytime God asks me something, I know It's time for God to bless me. It's blessing time. God is getting me ready in order to bless me. And we should never say no. When we have wisdom, we will never say no to the king of the universe. So Jesus comes and he tells Peter. Peter, give me your boat. Push that a little bit in. And Peter did it. Jesus went and sat. Jesus taught Peter, watched, something is happening inside of Peter, faith is going inside, God's word says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, as Jesus preached, faith is rising up inside Peter, whatever faith that Peter had, it's getting built up, built up, and built up, and built up, and built up, his body was tired, his spirit was getting charged by whatever he was hearing, and whatever he was seeing, by the time everything was over, Peter was physically tired. He knew it was good being here, but I had to go home and I got to face my wife and my kids and face the fact that I'm going home with nothing and I need to feed this family. Peter had this burden that was still there, that burden was not taken away. He saw Jesus do all these things. He never knew. He never thought that Jesus was going to do something for Peter in this very area that he was concerned about. Whatever you're concerned about, God is concerned about that. Whatever you're worried about, God is not worried about that. God wants to do something about that for you. Whatever concerns you, it concerns God. God says, I want to do something for you. Whatever you're worried about, Jesus said, give that to me. Let me do something for you there. Give me a boat. Watch me. That's why it's so important to be in the presence of the Lord. To watch what God is doing. To become partakers of what God is doing in our midst. God is taking Peter step by step from a place of lack to a place of overflow. The Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. When? When God becomes our shepherd. Peter didn't have Jesus as a shepherd. He had lack. He toiled all night. Failure after failure after failure after failure. His boat was empty. His net was empty. His hands were empty. All he faced was emptiness. Jesus came. Jesus said, I'm going to tell you something. When Peter recognized, this is the Lord, I'm not the boss. If he tells me to do something, I'm going to say, yes Lord. Peter stepped into the realm of God's blessings. Understand this. Anytime you submit to whatever God is telling you to, by your actions you're declaring God to be your Lord. Lord is God who rules over the life of a person. When we say, Lord, I will obey, we are telling by our words and when we obey, we are showing by our actions that Jesus is truly my Lord. Otherwise it's just talk. So Peter, when God called Peter and he said, give me your vote, Peter, By his action, he showed Jesus that Jesus is Lord. Step number one, he passed. He entered into the blessing that God had prepared for him. He didn't know. At that point, he didn't know. But by obeying, even without knowing, we enter into the blessing that God has for us. It's a prophecy God is speaking to us at this hour. Without you knowing without you even recognizing them. God is taking you into a place of blessing, a state of blessing, a state where there is no lack. It requires faith, and real faith will obey. Now there, Peter finishes observing Jesus. Jesus is done with his ministry. Jesus was tired. Jesus was physically tired. He should have gone home and he should have slept. He was the one who really worked so hard, straining, praying, teaching for all these people. But Jesus chose not to rest because Jesus wanted Peter to enter into his rest. This the prophecy God is speaking at this hour. Following Jesus Christ and being in the will of God equals being in a place of rest. You know why? Because God does the work for us. He provides. We follow. He provides. He is the miracle maker. When He tells you, launch out into the deep, we go. When He tells you, put the net there, we do that. We obey. From a place of rest. Not In a state of anxiousness. But from a place of rest. We inherit the blessings that God has for us. Without toiling. Without laboring. From a place of rest. By obedience to God Almighty. We inherit everything. That God has for us. From a place of rest. That's why the last verse says so beautifully. Verse to last. Before last. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. When? When you follow the shepherd, good shepherd, goodness and mercy will follow you. That means you cannot separate goodness and mercy from you. Wherever you go, it will follow you. Wherever you go, it will follow you. Can't get better than that. For God's people, God is their sufficiency. In Christ, every lack of ours shall be met royally, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. There is no want to those who fear him. So now, Jesus looks at Peter and he says, Launch out into the deep. Jesus is not telling Peter, come on, let's go. Because Jesus wanted to get Peter, catch all these fish and fund his ministry. No. Jesus called Peter to bless Peter. When God calls you to do something, know that it is for your blessing. When God says, leave this, let's go here. We should be willing to say, yes Lord. Because he is taking us into a state of... Of blessing. He's taking us into a place of blessing. God called Peter. He said, Launch up into the deep. There you're gonna catch many fish. There's a revelation that is an operation here. Because you don't see Peter coming and sitting over there and saying, after Jesus finished his ministry, he just cried. There's no verse in the Bible that says, Then Peter cried and told, Lord, you used my boat and I have no fish and I have to go home. Will you bless me? You don't see a statement like that. Now, Jesus, knowing Peter's state, wanting to bless Peter, asked him first his boat to begin with. He knew everything already. God knows your state. God knows what you're going through. God knows your brokenness. God knows your emptiness. God knows your despair. God knows your anxiousness. God knows, God knows. God knows. God knows. God knows. God knows everything. The Lord who knows everything. He calls you to bless you. The blesser calls us to be in his fold so that he can bless us right this time. The blesser. Calls us to be in his fold in order to bless us. You call that place a place of blessing. A state of blessing. So what is happening to Peter? Peter by his action, first step, by giving the boat. Acknowledges Jesus to be his Lord. And then when Jesus says, launch out into the deep. The next command is coming from Jesus. Peter says, Lord, this is what happened all night I tried. I couldn't catch anything. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll do it. You see Peter again, acknowledging Jesus to be his Lord. He didn't say, well I'm boss, I'm in control, I decide where I want to go and right now I'm tired. Sorry Jesus, be thankful that I gave you my boat. No. That's a self-led person who will say, I am in charge, I am in control. But a person who yields himself or herself to God Almighty will be quick to obey regardless of what their circumstances, regardless of how their body may feel, regardless how their life may appear, things may look all around them. Whatever the circumstance may be. So, Peter, even though he was tired, he's telling Jesus, Jesus, this is my real state. Jesus, I'm concerned about my situation here. But I'll do what you're telling me to do. Even though everything is empty, I tried all night. I'm going to do what you're telling me to do. There's something very important the Spirit of God wants to drive home into our hearts at this hour. Peter did not let his past failure rob the blessing that God had for him. Because this is a whole different act. This is an act of God. Peter didn't let his past failures keep him in a state of failure. Because Peter decided, I want to move from failure to success. It was Peter's choice. When Jesus called him to bless him, Peter said, yes Lord. He didn't say, well, maybe tomorrow Lord, I'm too tired today. I'll come tomorrow morning. Will you be here at 6 o'clock? No. Peter acknowledged Jesus to be his Lord. That means when Jesus told him to launch out into the deep. When Jesus told him, do this Peter, he said, Yes Lord, at your time, at your word, when you want me, where you want me, I will do it. That's when you enter into a state of blessing. From a state of failure, Peter is crossing the border. Where Satan had drawn for Peter. Failure, sinner, this is how your life is going to be. Satan has mocked out Peter's lot, his portion. This is how it's going to be. This is how your life is going to be, Peter. Jesus said, I'm going to take you out of your state of failure. And I'm going to move you to a place of blessing. Take you from a place of lack to a place of fullness. Where you can say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Confidently we can say that. I will lack no good thing. There's no want to those who fear him. Absolutely no want to those who fear him. So the call comes from Jesus to Peter. Peter, launch up into the deep. Peter tells Jesus, this is what is happening. This is what has happened. But, I'm not going to look at that Jesus. I'm looking at you. You are calling me, so I am coming. How many of us are willing to do that? How many many of us are willing to walk by faith? Peter, you see, that he had faith. He had faith. When Jesus said, I'm going to give you fish, Peter had faith. When Jesus called him, let's go. Even though he saw failure, Peter had faith. You know where he got that faith from? From sitting and listening to what Jesus was teaching from his boat. When you give room for the Holy Spirit to work in your life, when you let the Spirit of God deposit His word inside of you, that word will increase your faith. See, God is always willing to give. God can do a miracle anytime. Our faith has to be up there where we can just get it from Him. In order for that to happen, he will keep depositing his word inside of us so that our faith will grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and, grow and make contact with the blessed self. But if we pull ourselves away from the word, then our faith will be at the bottom, covered with unbelief. There's no way we'll be like a person who's drowning in unbelief, where our hands are underneath the weight of unbelief. Even though the blessing is right over it, we're not able to get it because the unbelief is so high, we're not able to get it. Do you know when you give yourself to the Word, what happens? The unbelief is removed and faith is deposited into us. Our faith shoots up and we're able to grab hold of the blessing that God has for us. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. God wants to increase your faith. God wants to bless you. God wants to take you from a place of lack to a place of blessing. To a place of lack, to a place of fullness. In order for that to happen. This talks about spirit, soul and body. In every way. From your soul to your body to your spirit. God wants to take you from a place of lack and move you to a place of blessing, which is an overflow. In order for that to happen, it's important to recognize who is speaking to you. It's important for you to obey every time the Spirit of God will come and tell you to do something. You won't even know why He is telling you to do something. But understand, every time God, when He asks of you, when He tells you to do something, it is for God to bless you. You are crossing the border. What border is it? Lack. God is taking you to a place of fullness. That's what happened to Peter. Peter went with Jesus, and Jesus told him, Peter, throw the net here. And he did it. Every time he obeyed, he declared that Jesus was his Lord. Every time you obey God, you know what you're saying by your obedience? Jesus is Lord. He is my Lord. Every time you obey God, you know what you're saying by your action? The Lord is my shepherd. Every time you obey God, you are saying, you are my Lord, you are my Lord, you are my Lord. By your life you say, you are my Lord. Otherwise, as it says in the book of James, our faith is dead. We can say, you are my Lord, and we can sing, you are Lord, you are Lord. You can sing all kinds of songs. But in my life, if I don't walk in obedience to the word of God, by my actions, I'm denying that he is my Lord. I have no faith in him. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Peter, though his hands were empty, though his net was empty, even though his boat was empty, and big bold letters called failure was written all over his face. He was going to go home with that. He might have gone home many times before like that. But this time, it was different because the Lord of heaven and earth said, I'm intervening in your life, Peter. I'm here to change everything around. I'm going to do something for you. In order for God to do something in your life, you must express your faith in Him. How can you express your faith in Him? How can you express your faith in Him? By doing what God is calling you to do. No. every time Jesus saw faith in someone, He did something big for them. And he always made a statement after that. Great is your faith. Woman, great is your faith. Centurion, great is your faith. Even the Syrophoenician woman received what she came for. Because she had faith. Anytime Jesus sees faith, his heart is so happy. Because he says, you're ready for everything that I have for you. Not only by my words. Our words are very important. Don't speak words of unbelief. But beyond that. Your actions are very important. By your actions. Show God. That you trust him. Show God that he is your Lord. By your actions. Show the devil. That Jesus is your Lord. And Satan is not your Lord. By your actions. Show God. That you trust him. And not the enemy. By your actions. Show God that. You have faith in the Lord and not in Satan. What Satan can do. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Peter had faith in Jesus. Because of that, he went with Jesus. Because he had faith in Jesus, he got more than you could have ever asked or imagined. Jesus just flooded his hope to the overflowing you know what that did to him brought healing in his soul all of a sudden he felt conviction all of a sudden he was sitting and hearing Jesus preaching but Jesus his voice didn't cause any conviction at that time because there was God's appointed time but the miracle was going to cause the conviction to take place God deals with every single person differently. Not because Jesus was not powerful there, no. God said, I want to do it this way. The goodness of the Lord led him to repentance. After he saw the miracle, all of a sudden, he felt the conviction in his heart. Oh, I'm such a sinful man. Depart from me, Lord. I'm such a sinful man. You know what Jesus did? He did the opposite. He said, follow me, Peter. What was he saying at that time? He was saying, I know your condition. I know that you are convicted about your sins. I don't want you going back to your sins. I want you to follow me now. When you follow Jesus, you can't follow sin. When you follow Jesus, you follow righteousness. Jesus said, follow me, Peter. I'm going to give you more than fish, Peter. You're so happy about the fish. I'm going to give you more than fish, Peter. You see how in stages God blessed Peter. In stages. Anytime God comes to you and He calls you, it's for something far greater. God wants to take you from a place of lack to a place of fullness. Now with this understanding, let's read Psalm 26 before we conclude for today. The Lord is my shepherd. Peter took Jesus to be his shepherd. And what happened? From that point onwards, there was no lack in his life. Jesus took care of him. He took care of his needs. Including the fever that his mother-in-law had. He took care of it. He took care of everything. God will not only take care of you. God will take care of everything that belongs to you. That's how good our God is. The Lord is my shepherd. We need to have that tight relationship with God. Lord, you're mine, I'm yours. You're mine, and I'm yours. You're mine, and I'm yours. You're my shepherd, you're my Lord. That means whatever you say, Lord, I'm ready to do, I will obey. I will obey. To such people, heaven guarantees provision, divine provision. For such people, to those who obey, heaven guarantees divine health. For such people, heaven guarantees divine prosperity of the soul, the mind and the body, no matter what happens, heaven guarantees provision from God Almighty. There will be no lack. Hallelujah. There will be no lack. There will be no lack for God's people. There will be no lack for God's people. When God is my shepherd, I will have no lack. You will have no lack when God is your shepherd your emotional needs, for your spiritual needs, for your mental needs, for your financial needs. Whatever need you may have, Jesus is enough. He will take you from a place of lack and He will place you in a place of blessing which is a place of overflow. It's a perpetual state of being in an overflow of God's blessings, abundant blessings. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want I shall have no lack He makes me need to lie down in green pastures. What is God doing? He says, I'll put you in the best place. He leads me beside the still waters. I'll give you the peace that you need. I'll give you the rest that you need. It's a promise God is giving. If you're struggling to sleep, if you're struggling to get the rest that you need, God will give you that internal rest and the external rest that you need. He will take you to a place of quietness. Inside and outside. That your soul doesn't have to be at a state of unrest. When God is my shepherd, when I live in a place of obedience to God. I live in a place of continual blessing. A place of continual rest. A place of continual prosperity. Inside and out. It's a guarantee God gives to all those who have taken God to be their Lord and their shepherd. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. That's what God did for Peter. He restored Peter's soul. Peter who fell from God by transgression. He was made in the image of God. Sin entered him. Do you know what Jesus did? He came and he restored his soul. He blessed him. He gave him peace. He gave him that relationship with God Almighty. He made him a disciple and he made him an apostle. Can't get better than that. Peter has a glorious life in heaven. Forever and ever and ever. Think about the call that came to Peter. Peter, give me a thought. Peter would have never thought what he was going to become on earth and what he was going to become in heaven. What a grand call. What a glorious call. Many times we don't know what God has for us. That's why God's word says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor hath it entered into the hearts of men. what God has prepared for those who love him. Think about it. How much God cares about us? How involved is He with us? He says, I don't want you to miss a single blessing I don't want you to live in a state of unrest I don't want you to live in a place of peacelessness I don't want you to live in a place of lack I want to move you from a place of unrest I wanna move you from a place of lack I wanna bring you to a place of rest And a place of peace and fullness He leads me in the paths of righteousness. For His name's sake. What is He doing? He leads us out of sin. And He leads us into the paths of righteousness. He leads us out of unbelief. And leads us into the path of faith. He leads us away from lack. And leads us into a place of fullness. That's how our God is. He leads us. See, when we follow Him, we enter into that place of rest. We enter into that place of prosperity. We enter into that place of security. We enter into that place of peace. And you know what? Everything is divine. Divine peace. Divine security. Divine prosperity. For your body. For your soul. And for your spirit. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name, sir. A though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. No matter what happens. No matter what opposition we may face. No matter what trial we may face. You know, God's word says, those who fear the Lord will not be visited by evil. Because He works everything out for our good and for His glory. Even if we have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We don't have to fear any evil because we will not be visited by evil because the Good Shepherd takes care of us. The path that He takes us through is a path of prosperity, peace, divine peace. He works on everything, everything towards our good and first glory. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, a life of faith. No matter what happens, no matter what I may face, there's no room for fear. So where does God move us from? He moves us from a place of fear. And where does He move us to? To a place of faith where there's no faith, there's no fear. From a place of fear to a place of faith where there's no fear. So even if problems come, He didn't say you won't have problems. But He says, even if you have problems, He says... You will not be visited with evil. Everything will work out. Everything will work out. Because he is working out. In the dark he is working. In the night he is working. He who watches over Israel. He never slumbers nor sleeps. He is working. He is working. He is working all the time. In the lives of those who follow him. Who live in obedience to the word of God. So what happens? Even though we may face unusual circumstances. Oh fear, no evil, because I'm not in a place of fear. I'm not in a place of terror. I'm in a place of faith. Hallelujah. So there's no room for fear. Even during that time, my eyes are on Him. For Thou art with me. Thou art with me. Why will I fear if He is with me? I've placed the Lord always before me. And therefore I shall not be moved. Because I've set the Lord always before me. I shall not be moved. That's the key. When I follow Him, I only see Him. I don't look back. When you look back, you'll see the Egyptians. But if you look forward, you see God going before us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He moves us from a place of turmoil. And he moves us to a place of comfort. God's comfort. Where his rod and his staff, they comfort us. What does God do? He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Sin. Is your enemy. Sickness is your enemy. Defeat is your enemy. Curse is your enemy. Generational curse is your enemy. Bondage is your enemy. Addiction is your enemy. Oppression is your enemy. Poverty is your enemy. God says, I'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. The very thing that oppressed you, God says, God will make a grand feast. That means God will prosper you so much. The very thing that oppressed you will be put to shame. Satan will be put to shame. Sin will be put to shame. Poverty will be put to shame. Generational curse will be put to shame. Sickness will be put to shame. That means what? There's a deeper meaning to it. God will give you power over these things. Hallelujah. Not only will you be delivered, but God will use you to deliver others. That's what the meaning is. Preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Hallelujah. He anoints our head with oil. Talks about the anointing of the Almighty God. Refreshing of the Holy Spirit. My cup overflows. Where we were before, in a place of want. Where we were before, in a place of fear. Where we were before, in a place of lack. Where is he moving us to? Where is God calling us to go to? To a place of comfort. To a place of prosperity. To a place of peace. To a place of overflow. To a place where God is. No matter what happens, I will fear no evil. A place of faith where God is. My eyes are upon God and God alone. Hallelujah. He prepares table for me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. My cup cock- overflows. What is the benefit of the overflow? What is the benefit of the overflow? What happened in Peter's life? What is the benefit of God, the Lord entering into Peter's life? What happened? 2,000 people got saved. What happened? Many people were healed. Many people got delivered. 2,000 people got saved in one day. Many, many many, many more got saved after that his life became a blessing to many people that's what happens when a cup overflows god pours his anointing into our cup and our cup overflows we become a blessing not only do we get satisfied but others get satisfied from that overflow we become a blessing god takes us from a place of lack and he moves us to a place of blessing where our life has meaning purpose. Where once we were blind. Once we were oppressed. Once we were downcast. Once we were lost. And we didn't know which way to go. Once we were empty and dry. And it's at that point. Jesus came. Jesus said. Come on. Give me a boat." The very same God who came to Peter. Is coming to you today. Wherever you may be in your life, whatever place you are in, in your relationship with Jesus Christ, each one is at a different place. Wherever you are, you have room to go to where God wants you to. You have room to go into the place of blessing that God has for you. In every stage of your life, God will call you to go to a different place of blessing because there's increase in blessing. There's increase in spiritual blessings. There's depth to the river of God. There's depth to the glory of God. Wherever you are, God is calling you for more. He's calling you from the place of lack to the place of fullness. God is calling you. There's a prophetic word that God is giving to you today. I still didn't find my glasses. Do you know God wants to give his word to his people? He knows how to give it. He's faithful. Very faithful. This is the word God is giving to us today. For this season. When God calls us to bless us. We shouldn't say, well Lord, I will take some more time. Lord, well I need to prepare myself. Don't give room to... The deceiver. You can say yes to the Lord and prepare yourself at the same time. Never delay your divine visitation. I want to repeat it. Never delay your divine visitation because you may never have another one. Your divine visitation is set for an appointed time. Today is that time when God is calling you deeper. The very same God who called Peter is calling you today. He's calling you for a deeper walk. He's calling you to bless you. He's calling me for a deeper walk. And He's calling me to bless me. My response is, yes Lord. I'll jump in, dive in. If I have to walk upside down, I will do it. You should be the same way. Whatever God wants you to do. You do it because you know it is for something far greater. Far greater. God will never call you to do anything. Without a purpose. And that purpose is for God to bless you. Hallelujah. This is your day. This is your day for God to bless you. God blessed Peter. And he showed him. Peter, I can do this for your body. Look what I'm going to do for your soul. Without Jesus preaching a single message. The conviction of the Holy Spirit came to Peter. And Peter said, oh Lord, I'm a sinful man. The forgiveness forgiveness of Jesus came over Peter. And Jesus said, follow me Peter. Come on Peter. Come Peter, come. That's who our God is. That's who our God is. That's who our God is. He convicts us so that we can come to Him. God convicts us. Conviction is a good thing. He convicts us so that we can drop our baggage. Drop our sins at the foot of the cross and come running to heaven. God wants to take you from a place of failure and move you to a place of success to the extent that your life can become a blessing to many people. You being blessed and through you, others will be blessed. I want to finish with this promise that God gave to Abraham. God told Abraham, Abraham, Leave your land. Leave your father's house. Leave the place where you are. Come, I'll show you. I'm going to do something great in your life. He said, I'll bless you. I'll make your name great. You shall be a blessing. In you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. What a lofty promise that is. God is saying the same thing to you today. He'll bless you. And then in you, others will be blessed. He will fill your cup that is empty. And He will cause that cup to overflow. So that others can be blessed. It is your choice today. Jesus comes and knocks on your door and He says, Give me a boat. Give me a boat. Launch up into the deep. I'm going to transform your life. Shall we stand up and look to the Lord? Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah! Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise we To bless you, hallelujah. God wants to bless you, hallelujah. Because God wants to bless you, God has come to you. Just like how he came to Abraham. How he came to Peter, hallelujah. He has come to you this afternoon, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Answer so the call of God, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Tell the Lord. Lord, I will leave everything and I will follow you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it is for my own good. It is for my blessing. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you. He wants to move you from a place of lack to a place of fullness. God's fullness. Hallelujah. To cause your cup to overflow. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Take some time in the presence of the Lord and give yourself over to the Lord. Wholeheartedly give yourself over to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. Hallelujah. God wants to bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, Lord, I give my all to you. I give my all to you. Hallelujah. I give my all to you, Jesus. Oh, precious Father. Precious Father. Precious Father. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'm ready. Move me, move me, Jesus. Jesus wants to move you further. Jesus wants to move you to the deep. Jesus wants to move you to a place of blessing. Hallelujah. 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 I give myself As a living sacrifice to, because I know you want to bless me, hallelujah, 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 wherever you are, pray that from the bottom of your heart, tell the Lord, Lord, I will show you by faith, by my action, just like how Peter did, I'm going to do it, oh Father, take me, take me, take me, take me deeper, hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray for your desire wherever you are. Give yourself over to the Lord and tell the Lord. From a place of emptiness to a place of fullness. From a place of lack to a place of divine provision. Hallelujah. From a place of sorrow to a place of joy. Hallelujah. From a place of bitterness. Hallelujah place of sweetness, hallelujah from a place of stench to a place of great fragrance, hallelujah from a place of curse to a place of blessing hallelujah from a place of darkness to the place of light hallelujah, hallelujah I will go I will go by you, Lord, I will follow you. Then I will go You take- Follow, follow, follow when you yes. Follow, follow, follow bring you Jesus. Follow, follow, all oh, to a place of blessing. Hallelujah. Follow, follow, follow to a place of peace. Hallelujah. Follow, follow to a place of fullness, Hallelujah. Follow, follow. The bottom of your heart. Follow, follow, follow. In you, Jesus. Follow, follow, follow. All the way through. Yes. Follow, follow. All from a place to a place of blessing. Follow, follow. From a place of sickness to a place of health. Yes. Follow, follow. From a place of darkness to a place of light. Yes. Follow, follow. From a place of bondage to a place of freedom. Yes. Follow, follow. Following You, Jesus, yes. Follow, follow, Hallelujah, 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 yes. Follow, follow, no turning back, no turning back, yes. Follow, 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 sing it out, sing it out, Hallelujah. Follow, follow, following You, yes. From the place of sorrow to joy, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Follow, follow, from a place of light to a place of fullness, yes. Father, Father, we from place of death to the place of life, Hallelujah. Father, Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mano, mano, mano. yes, yes, yes. Father, I will go, yes, yes, yes. I will go, yes, Lord. I will go to a place of blessing. I will go, I will go, I will go into the call that you have for me. Hallelujah. I will go, I will go, I will go, I will go. Hallelujah. Say yes to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I will go, I will go, I will go with you, Jesus. I will go, I will go, I will go, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I will go, I will go, I will go, oh hallelujah, I will go, I will go, I will go, hallelujah. From a place of barrenness to a place of fruitfulness I will go, yes I will go. I will go. I will go 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 Hallelujah From sinner to disciple From disciple to an apostle Peter follow Jesus All the way through Hallelujah Oh God wants to call you with have Take you deeper to fulfill God's glorious plan for you. Say yes to Jesus and tell the Lord, I will go all the way. Leave everything behind. Hallelujah. I will go, yes. I will go, yes. I will go, I will go, I will go. No compromise. I will go, yes. I will go without looking back. I will go, I will go, I will go will go. Forgetting the past. Hallelujah. I will go. I will go. All from place of failure to place of success. I will go. I will go. I will go. Hallelujah. I will go. I will go. us today. Hallelujah. You are the God who speaks. Hallelujah. You are the Lord God who speaks to your people. Hallelujah. When we come to you, looking to hear from you, you never disappoint us, oh Lord. Hallelujah. So we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. all for visiting us, oh Lord. For touching us, Lord. For moving us. We know you have done something special today. Hallelujah. Oh, in the spirit realm. There is a shift. Hallelujah. you moved us, Jesus. you moved us. And we have moved with you. Hallelujah. We have moved with you. And we're going to continue to move with you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No more lack. Open your mouth and say, there's no more lack with Jesus. Hallelujah. No more lack. Hallelujah. Oh, because you're following Jesus, there's no more lack. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more back. Barrenness. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, No more barrenness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more sin. Hallelujah. No more sin. Hallelujah. Oh, by your obedience, take vengeance over the disobedient spirit. Hallelujah. That kept you in bondage. By your obedience to Christ, take vengeance over everything that oppressed you. Hallelujah. Going forward, following Jesus Christ. All the way through. Following Jesus Christ. All the way to victory. All the way to the place of blessing. To the place of overflow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for blessing us today. Thank you, Lord, for your work that you've accomplished in our lives. Lord, we know. Today marks a new chapter. Hallelujah. I know, Father. I know, hallelujah. Today marks a new chapter. Today marks a new chapter. Today marks a brand new chapter for your people and for our church. And We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For Jesus has come to us. And Jesus has called us. And we have responded to the call of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And by our actions going forward, we will show you, Father. Hallelujah. That we mean business with you. And you will show us your goodness hallelujah we will have no lack hallelujah we will have no lack, hallelujah the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want shall we say together the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want hallelujah the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Thank you, Father. Bless your people this day. All with an overflowing blessing. Thank you. We have received it, O oh Lord. And I pray, in this word that you have released upon your people. Continue to feed your people. And may they feed on this word, O oh Lord. And grow in this blessing that you have deposited upon their lives this day, Father. And as your servant standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I bless your people this day with all your blessings that comes from the hands of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. That they may live in a continual state of fullness by being before the Living God. Hallelujah. By following Him. All the days of their lives. Hallelujah. That their lives may become a blessing. To you and to multitudes. For this I ask in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us. And be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us. And bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the love of God the Father in the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit. Rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.